0: Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you knew this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, tarot, astrology, meditation, um, Reiki, basically anything in that realm. And today we are talking about the primal soul. We're going to take a a little bit of a deep dive into that. This is actually going to be a three-part series. We want to go over each part of the soul because you hear a lot about like your ego and your higher self and all that, but um, we thought it would be cool to actually like break it down and... Um, give you a little more information about all of it. And um, for this series we're actually going to reference a specific book that we're getting some of the information from. Um, and We'll have that link down below. We thought maybe we would start putting the books in the episodes more and this is actually gonna be a deep dive in this specific book and their take on those three elements of the soul. Uh, and the book is by Devin Hunter, and it's called The Witch's Book of Power. Phenomenal book. It's great. You don't have to be a witch to... Appreciate the yeah. information within it. Um, so that's one thing. We, we're we really open to, like, all different types of books. So I'm not... I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'll read anything.
1: <laughs> well, you don't have to identify as a witch to yeah. appreciate the knowledge that these, um, you know, these teachers are dropping on us. Yeah. Like, Devin Hunter is a phenomenal... Resource and this book was more than I thought it was going to be.
0: Oh, it's like so for cool. you, too. Like, yeah. you, you
1: really like, call me up, like, oh my god, you know. And this this is what got you to want to talk about the-,
0: the primal soul. Um, just because there's a lot of different like words for it, a lot of different takes on it, and he laid it out very clear. And um, I really appreciated that he did the three parts of the soul. Mm-hmm. He was very specific in outlining what they do. And it just wasn't like this metaphysical or magical book that threw away throughout these like terms without allowing the reader to have more clarity on it. Even if you are familiar with it, it's nice to have it like really like broken down or like where it's coming from or what part of of you know, it would be like us talking of I don't know, like talking about the chakras and then not saying, Oh yeah, your root chakra we are
1: talking about Reiki, I don't know how to say it like I um I think like I think in the beginning he says like this is the book that he would have wanted at the beginning of his at uh, his journey. His spiritual journey his yeah. journey. So he does a really good job of, of um breaking it down in a way you can digest easily and it doesn't seem foreign.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And he's very like um I just, it's very nice. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just saying. It's a a great great. book. It's a great book. (laughs) Um, I've been very enjoying it very much. um, And I'm taking my time with it and going through each, you know, portion, specifically rereading, you know, uh, how you do. And we're, so we decided we're going to start breaking down books. Yeah. That we, like, like taking certain elements and things that we learn in the episode and, like, being very clear about this is the book we got it from so our next book, we're probably gonna do a discussion of the game of life and how to play it because mm-hmm. I'm currently obsessed. And if you're into law of attraction, you'll be really into that. But this goes well above the law of attraction. Like this is this that book is the secret. What the secret wishes it was? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is what the
1: secret wishes it was, and it's a great book. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll next time. That,
0: we'll talk about that. You know, what two episodes from now? Yeah,
1: at a later date, we will yeah. go into this. Amazing book. But um, right now we're talking about this. So So before we get into it we want to remind
0: everybody to um follow us on our social media. Instagram at ed Arlene. It's all linked below. Yeah. Twitter at pro underscore PGH. Come patron if you want. Uh we have Reiki videos. Uh we post them about every day almost. Yeah, at part. least like
1: Monday through Friday. Like uh-huh. for the most part we have that on YouTube is linked below. You can sign up for our email list and get free Reiki once a month. Um, And then we do have Reiki services available if you would like to get a distant session from us. Um, That's on our website. It's donation-based. Donation-based Reiki. And what else am I forgetting? Oh, that's Oh, is it it? Oh, we have Reiki at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah.
0: At the end of the episode, we have Reiki. So if you want to have... You know, the juice just hanging. Hanging for the end. Um, please don't skip, but if you feel like you want the Reiki first, go right ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> Do whatever
1: the heck you want, um, whenever you want.
0: All right, so we're going to have this uh, anchor ad. Yep. We'll let it and go. And then um, we'll get into the episode. Yep. All right, we're back. He has this quote at the beginning of um, the Primal Soul chapter, and I think it's really cool. I think it really sums up uh, what we're going to be talking about. So it's by Andrew Cohen. Um, The soul, which I'm defining as our capacity for these deeply positive human qualities, is something that in most of us desperately needs to be developed. Too many of us live in a fractured state, deeply divided against ourselves, often far more so than we are aware or able to feel. We exist in a self-generated vacuum of moral ambiguity where everything is relative and our attention is focused mainly on our emotional state. Most of us know a lot more about what really matters when we're willing to live up to it. Um, I love this quote because it's referring to um, how we have these parts of us that we will ignore and we don't try to develop or don't try to heal because we're so consumed with fulfilling like a societal expectation for us. And that really gets us into the primal soul because at the core, your primal soul is your natural state of being pretty much, you know, in a, in a very short like answer. So um, we have three parts of our soul and there's various names for them in different traditions. Um, you might have heard them as like ourselves but in uh Devin Hunter's book he has the primal soul the ego soul and then the higher soul um which you know the you know you hear like your higher self so that might be how you're more familiar with hearing those terms uh in this other book that we're reading it's called the subconscious conscious and superconscious. so there's a lot of different takes on those three aspects and uh, each one of those has a very unique frequency and set of powers that helps to, you know, help helps us survive and live and deal with life and has different components that make up us. And if one of them's out of whack, it can like throw off everything. And often we'll just walk around with like one out of whack because we think that's like how we're supposed to be and wonder why we're in like a weird like place or emotional state or headspace or whatever you want to say. Or call it um but anyways the primal soul it sits at your root chakra and um it's like you might have heard of the kundalini energy so that's kind of like the primal soul's like area you know mm-hmm.
1: it's like an energy we said like we walk around with like this state on, like one of the amount of balance and yeah. with that state that would be like anxiety and depression like we just accept it mm-hmm. but he says like right here um anxiety and depression onset when the primal soul is exhausted
0: Yes, yeah, so we're not saying that is the cause of one's anxiety No, no, not okay? at all. Okay, but we're saying that it can, if it is exhausted, mm-hmm. can it can contribute
1: to that yes. um, manifesting. But,
0: okay. Um, so it's the energy at, at the lower portion of our physical. Um, it acts as a factory producing the life force energy that we experience. Um, if we're feeling worn down, lost, exhausted, confused, or overwhelmed it may mean that our other souls are drained of their life force energy and our primal soul is in overdrive. So mm. sometimes whenever the other two souls are not as healthy, the, so what will happen is when one of them or two of them are out of whack, the other one will try to make up for that energetically. So if your other two are not, are being neglected, your primal soul will have to take the reins. And, um, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but our primal soul is concerned with our primitive needs, like eat, sleep, sex, security. It's connected with the earth. It's the wild part of our soul. Many mundane problems we experience is because of the abuse of this part of the soul. Mm. So this is what's interesting to me about the primal soul. So your primal soul is like where you're comfortable, where you're safe, where you like want to be, just how you are naturally, like you naturally, like, I don't know, like, you like to wear black. Oh, this is just a really basic... (laughs) Yes, I love to wear black. No, I'm just saying, okay, so that's your natural state. Like, you get up and you put on black, and then let's say you go outside and everybody's telling you you shouldn't wear black, but you want to wear that color, but you have society telling you that it's not acceptable, then that is going to affect that primal soul, if that makes sense. Do you understand what I'm saying? Makes
1: sense. It's like um, you want to, like... You have this natural inclination to to be something or do like be a certain way, but then you're being the external forces are telling you you can't and it's wrong. Exactly, and you suppress that desire, Mm -hmm. whether that be like you want to go be a chef and you can't be a chef because you're told because your parents want you to be a doctor. Yeah, your parents want you to be a doctor. Um, but the black thing's great. The black yeah, I was trying to make it like
0: as very basic as possible, but you can see it. Um. So, uh, another example of where the primal soul will be affected is, like, the idea of, say, slut-shaming. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that a lot with women in society, that women are not supposed to be, like, sexual beings, and um, then they resist that, <laughs> and um, the, it ends up affecting their primal soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you can see different societal components, like, um, throughout history and just in our current state of being, there's always some thing of you know society telling you you shouldn't do something or be a certain way and um assuming you're not doing any harm you know there's limits (laughs) this is like your just basic like natural way of being and um society telling you you can't do that and then you neglect that aspect of yourself and it just wreaks havoc on who you are until you're able to heal it and break through um so that can be like you were saying with job like you know to the core that you are an artist but society tells you you cannot be an artist so then you become a doctor and you're fucking miserable you know Mm -hmm. that's like a neglect of your primal or or food you can do food too, like not eating things that you enjoy like just not eating because you want to be skinny would be neglecting your primal soul or the other way around and these are like extremes so it's you know of course if you're on a diet like a natural diet you're being healthy like you're helping your primal soul but like if you are have like are forming an eating disorder because of the societal pressure you're affecting that primal part of you you're not doing for
1: your well-being you're doing yes yeah you're not doing it for your well-being so it's like
0: that's a good way to say it too like you're not doing things for your own well-being you're doing it for yeah
1: that's that's uh, like the best that's perfect yeah do things for your well-being and your your mental and emotional health
0: yeah and so our society in general for some reason we repress the primitive nature like we restrict it Or there's no balance between the ego and that, and it can alter the way we um, perceive the divine. So when everything's connected, so if your primal soul's out of whack, it can affect your ego because then your ego's telling you you have to do this a certain way. Your you know your ego's telling you all this stuff to accommodate the survival aspect, and then it affects your perception of the divine and your connection to your spirit. I I'm mean, when I read that I was seeing I was like oh gosh
1: well you can see it like <laughs> yeah. you can see it how it our society's set up this mm-hmm. way to purposely
0: like yeah. throw
1: things out of whack it's bizarre and it's so, terrifying yeah it's really scary <laughs> I mean, ter- um, the, the the layers to this stuff is like really intense but so simple like just having this knowledge like knowing that just be in balance have your, all your souls in balance can make a world of a difference. Yeah, it's so yeah. simple. We overcomplicate things. Yeah, like if you actually acted the way you wanted to and did what you wanted to and lived the way you wanted to, you're in flow. You're in flow if you're doing
0: everything to your your truest self and
1: to yeah to the extent that you can.
0: Yes, um, it's living authentically and it's you know ways that you affect your primal soul is whenever you're not doing what makes you happy, and you know, to clarify again. There are, you know, there's, we're being realistic. We're not saying, like, oh, you want to eat cupcakes all day, eat cupcakes all day, because that's what makes you, have. no, we're saying, like, just living, like, you know, taking the time to do things that you like. If you want to take a walk in the park, you know, take a walk in the park. Yeah. Don't repress that desire to go for a walk because, um, you know, because somebody says that you shouldn't take a walk today, you know, or if you you know, it's just like like being true to the things that you want to do. Like if you want to pursue a career in something, what's holding you back? If you want to live the dream life that you've always wanted, you know, you have to release those societal constraints that we all allow for ourselves. And this can be um, in the perception of self. So like, what we view as being beautiful within ourselves, often society tells us there's a certain standard of beauty, and then we end up Prior to knowing that, we thought we were beautiful, until you, till something outside of you tells you that that aspect of you isn't. So then instantly, your primal soul is being affected. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy, and you can see it in your life, like
1: you but, know. What did I see? It was like um, a tip from a um, psychologist, and mm-hmm. it was saying how we assume things, this is a little bit mm-hmm. off topic, but like we assume things are going to be a certain way or we don't do things because we're told from somebody else that we can't. Yeah. But who told you that? Like like mm-hmm. you are the ultimate decider of what you do and who you are yeah. and how you live your life. But you're just taking that on because someone said it, it was wrong.
0: Exactly. Or you
1: couldn't do it. When deep down you can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know where I'm going with that. No, just,
0: I mean, it, you're going with the idea that you're not like you're neglecting well, this aspect of yourself because of what? you
1: lose yourself. Uh-huh. Do you lose your yourself and if people like I'm actively working on that right now mm-hmm. is like finding my, my zest for life again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like you know the child like wonder yeah. like when did when did we lose the joy of existence? Mm-hmm. It's because we I live my life for other people. Mm -hmm. to people please and put my needs in the background
0: yeah um so like the primal soul very connected to uh the earth Mm -hmm. um so if your primal soul's out of whack it might feel disconnected from everybody and every you know everything we're part of the planet so we wonder why like we're destroying the planet because we're not perceiving ourselves as being a part of this earth and um,
1: the illusion of separation. Yes,
0: yes. And then, then in turn, we're all connected. And the primal soul actually has like a lower frequency. So all of the, our soul levels have like a frequency, and I'm pretty sure that um, is connected to sound healing. So there is like a component, like you can do sound therapy to help like balance that primal um, energy. And then each soul has an auric field. So the primal layer is the outmost. So this is the layer where you're aware of your surroundings at all times, and it's responsible for the feelings you get when someone is staring at you. So, like, you know, <laughs>
1: is that crazy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, in my that. head, I instantly thought of, like, uh, like, I got my eye on you. Like, you know, yeah. like that, that feeling you get sometimes, like, when, when we were able to go outside mm-hmm. and be normal. You're, like, you can feel that person, like, staring in the back yeah. of your head. So that's that auric field from your primal soul that is
0: our most... Uh, according to Devin Hunter. And it's in charge of, of the collective sensory and psychic data that comes in. Hmm. Um, it's the part of you that feels. Uh, that's, like, this, the part of you that really, like, feels things and, like, knows things. So um, ask yourself if you can feel your magic. Okay? So um, that gets me on to if you are doing, like, a magical practice or manifesting it's a lot easier if your primal soul is balanced because you need to be able to connect and feel what you're doing. So you wanna tap into that energy and you know you're tapped into it if you can feel the magic that you're doing. Like if you're doing a spell, if you can feel it, you know, that's how you know. Or or any, like, manif- like you're doing a, a list to manifest. Like they always say if you're doing affirmations, you have to feel it. Uh, so part of that feeling you know it wouldn't hurt to check in with the primal soul mm-hmm. okay I'm not feeling it maybe I need to like figure out why
1: well as soon as you said like um like it's your feeling I, I it, in my head I thought okay feeling and then I could literally feel my aura field right now mm-hmm. so you said that yeah because you, you forget to tap in yeah so, uh, I think that, I thought that was, like, really
0: cool. There was something else that I thought was really interesting. Okay, so the key words for the primal soul are feeling emotion, life force, and survival. Um, it's responsible for power and the part of us that feels and makes it vital. So it's, like, vital for manifesting. But you want to use all three of your souls for magic and manifesting. It's just you don't want to neglect one over the other. And you definitely, you know, definitely want to tap into that primal energy. So the animal totem for it is the snake um, and it, that's connected to the earth.
1: And you can use like traditional images of it or, you know, what have you. So the primal souls are natural instincts. It's the awareness, mm-hmm. to, essentially, right? Okay, so yeah. So our primal
0: soul is that. It's like our natural state of being. Like, who, like just you being without the influence of everything else that makes sense yeah it's just like kind of like you know you need to sleep you know you need to eat that's like primal soul stuff like you this is what i need for my survival like
1: you breathe just because. yeah
0: this is what i need to feel and then we we for some reason pick and choose certain things from that to repress like you're not you know you have to do certain things a certain way and that affects the primal soul So there's like a lot of shamanic traditions you can do to like help it. Medicine for primal soul teaches you to bring the darker parts of your shadow self into alignment with the brighter aspects of your lighter self. Mm. So that's something interesting about that. The primal soul seeks harmony with the environment. Um, To do so, one must have internal and physical harmony. So the shadow self comes into play with the primal soul healing because a lot of the aspects of ourselves that we don't like um, are connected to that primal soul as we were talking about before, like, you know, you don't like this natural way that you are, it's a shadow, it needs to be healed and brought to the light, and that natural state is your a primal part of you. So by doing the shadow work and healing it, you're helping to balance and heal your primal soul. Um, so the goal is to seek harmony internally and then physically, outside. Um, we should not hold resentment towards any part of ourselves because the souls are listening. So the thoughts that we have about ourselves affect our, us on a soul level and ener- like energetically. So an example, problems pertaining to the primal self seeking security or shelter must be met with understanding in order to remove any shame attached to it. So shame is another thing that can affect the primal soul. Working with a primal soul teaches us to be more accepting of who we are. Heal wounds by recognizing them, taking responsibility, and then sending unconditional love. Ways to empower the primal self are through dancing, sex, exercise, eating, and being just overall being healthy. And then uh, you can do charming of the snake to, to help heal me. it. So um, it helps heal and maintain the primal soul. It involves casting a circle and dancing around a fire nude. <laughs> Um, it's very-
1: Old school, old school witchcraft. So, I I realized
0: this, like, the imagery that you see, you know, like, whenever you see, like, illustrations and stuff like that of witches, they're, like, a bunch of women butt naked dancing around a fire. Yeah, it's
1: what you always see, like, you know, Pilgrim Days, like, Mm -hmm. any depictions of that that movie The Witch. Yeah.
0: You know. Um, so that's, like, primal soul healing. They might have been doing some other stuff- You know, I don't know what they were doing, but, you know, at a basic level, they might have just been working on their primal soul. So the the idea of being naked helps you release your ego and helps you to love your body and to not have shame with your body because that shame is what's affecting your primal soul. And there are some people who like to
1: practice magic. Dan, if you're listening to this, we're going to go to the woods and dance naked or on fire in the fall. Good gosh. Anybody who, who wants to join? We can do this. It's always you wanna fun. Do you uh, want to do a group nude? I don't know. I'm kind of down. Okay. So, <laughs> if anyone would like to join Arlene,
0: send us a DM. In, in a
1: non sexual way, it's going to be strictly distributed the ego into getting one. Well,
0: people might have sex because of it. Maybe. If it's fun.
1: I don't know. It's getting a little weird.
0: You're turning this into a <laughs> <an laughs>
1: orgy. I'm turning into an orgy if you're down.
0: Okay. Anyway, the um <laughs> the some people might do that to help okay, balance we gotta, out the, this. let
1: rewind that.
0: Um. So, any back to what I was saying. So that involves casting a circle and then dancing around a fire naked, and that old imagery that you see that you know witches dance around negative fire around a fire there might have been some magic stuff happening or they might have just been balancing that primal soul now um being naked like as i was saying before arlene d- decided to, to <laughs> as an orgy <laughs> um, the um being naked helps you to like shed your um ego and it helps you connect more. So there are some practitioners who actually like to do magic in the nude, and that is why. Now, if you don't wanna be naked out in the woods with a big fire, you can also do it in your room, cast a circle and light a candle and dance to your favorite music. The music is not important. You can, you have, well, no, what's important is that you're dancing the music that you really, really like. And being naked is optional. If you're in your room, it's probably fine. You're probably comfortable there. You wanna be comfortable. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, caring for the primal soul involves doing check-ins. Are you caring for your basic needs? Are you eating healthy food? Are you doing self-care? Are you doing things that you like? You know, what, what are you doing in your life? And that's how you can tell if there's certain issues. And as, as we said before, they're all connected and you can, um, also check in on your emotional state and things like that. Uh, now, signs that your primal soul's out of whack is you'll feel low energy, um, feelings of lost or hopelessness, dis-ease, or extreme cravings, because if, the cravings, I would assume are because you're neglecting certain things that you
1: want and repressing it, so then it's making you, like, crave it, uh... You know. It's interesting. I feel like a lot of people listening is going to relate and be like, I am right now. Like, damn, mm-hmm. I need to get my primal soul in order. Yeah. So um, some people do
0: like a shamanic practice of visiting a totemic uh, frequency of the serpent. So that's one of the things. There's also like a tree of knowledge trance. Um, so like a recap, it communicates via urges, cravings, and feelings. That's how our souls, that part of our soul communicates. It's connected to the deepest parts of our genetic heritage as humans. It's connection to the ancestors and to the earth itself. Um, it's responsible for the production of life force energy, energetic blood for our etheric anatomy. It acts as a powerhouse for all three of the souls. Um, and then, so you can see if that is neglected, you can see why you would feel, like, very drained, because that's, like, the powerhouse, or if it's an overdrive, and you feel really, like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do, and another, um, thing I want to, like, mention is that a lot of times, we'll have, so, no, a lot, some people will have imbalances in the other two souls, and they'll have the primal soul, like, be the main decision maker, and I want to point out, could you, this is how, like, we operate, if people operate, like, would you want, your primal soul your basic instinct making the decisions for you like the life decisions like <laughs> you marry you know like that no you wouldn't and that's why it's important that like you would want your higher soul to make that decision i would assume like i would want the higher soul to make the decision about my major life choices but
1: like so, it because they're out of whack people will operate out of that primal i'm um, primarily out of One of the other, yeah.
0: They we all operate out of one of the three. uh, One of the three. So, um, so would you? Well, when we talk to the other ones, you're gonna be like, whoa, like, because there's certain things that certain parts of you are supposed to make choices for you, like, not one making all of your choices. And so you can see how there can be, say, political unrest because you have a segment of the population that's extremely fearful, Mm -hmm. or you know, like all kinds of stuff. Like, because we're all operating at these different, like frequencies and different you know and if you are not even aware of like how to balance that aspect of yourself it sounds like a shit show
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you do say so
0: (laughs) (laughs) um and so yeah I mean that's pretty much um it's like where our that Our soul, according to Devin Hunter, is like fragmented into um, the three. Now, depending on what tradition and what you subscribe to, there might be different names for it. There might be more than just the three. Um, I know I've heard of like, like higher, higher self Mm -hmm. type things. So um, this is not like we're not saying this is like a rock solid set in stone.
1: But this is a really good foundation. Just one way to understand, Yeah. yeah. So just one understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, yeah so at the beginning of this he referenced he talks about the um you know t- kind of like the I'm not saying it's like the chakras eastern chakra system, mm-hmm. but it's um
0: well he said that he was learned he learned um how it's all connected mm-hmm. so your chakras are connected to this yes th- base It's like soul. one layer
1: of it not unlike the eastern chakra system the model of the etheric mm-hmm. anatomy many of us work with is compromised of three parts Mm-hmm. Yeah. so but, uh, There's layers to it. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's cool. your Primal Soul. So our next episode will be the
0: Ego, and then after that will be the Higher um, Self, so you get have a more complete idea of how they all work. Um, if you have any questions about the Primal Soul, you can definitely um, us up. hit us up, you know, Twitter or anything like that, and... Uh, it was really eye-opening for me because I actually did a meditation I've talked about on the podcast before. Before I got into um, everything, yeah. um, I did this angel meditation and I was told that there were three levels, like, or multiple levels. He said there was the higher, the middle, and then the lower soul. And it's funny because it's all, like, com- coming together. So this was prior to having any kind of um, metaphysical, like, deep dive, like, I like where I'm at now. Um, so it instantly made me think of that, but... Um, but the way he breaks this down with primal ego and uh, higher, I think, is a little bit more cut and dry for a lot of people.
1: Because, it's easier to understand from a Western standpoint. Yeah, and then
0: you hear a lot of um, terms through in the metaphysical community. You're hearing a lot of different terms thrown around without it being like simplified, simplified, and without it being defined. Um, so then the ego becomes the catch-all for everything that's at a base level, primitive aspect of ourselves, and then the higher, um, soul ends up becoming the catch-all for anything beyond that. And I, you know, there's more
1: to it. It's more to everything. Yeah. Uh. That's funny, it's, it's like, the, when we said the layers to it, it's like the information finds you when you need it. Exactly, yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes the universe will, like, dip a toe, and mm-hmm. then, like, You'll get the answers a year from now, two years from now, five, ten years from now.
0: (laughs) Well, they don't perceive time, too. No. Like, the way we do, like, if you're seeking, like, information from a non-physical being, their perception of time is completely different. They're looking at it, like, all at at once. So, for them, it's not a big deal. But for us, it can be years before it comes together. So, (laughs) then you're like, (laughs) why? And they're, like, (laughs) shrug. (laughs) You got
1: when you needed it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It all comes <laughs> in divine timing. <laughs> yeah, I guess like people like I've seen a lot of people get upset about like manifestations not coming through or whatever, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere. It's yeah. like because that's when it was supposed to. Yeah,
0: I mean manifesting is like a
1: whole other. That's a whole end. other ball game. Other we'll ball cover ball some of that in the well. game of life and how to play it. Yeah, but yeah, this all is right, interesting. So- I'm excited for the next one. Ego's gonna be. Very cool to break down. Yeah, I'm
0: excited about that. So, um, yes, stay tuned for Reiki if you're into it. Um, Thanks for listening. You want to make sure that you're not driving or operating in machinery because Reiki might make you tired. We'll actually have a primal soul healing linked below.
1: Hell yeah. Um,
0: If you would like to do a meditation to help balance that uh, energy. So, yeah, and then at the end of it, we'll have a big all-encompassing video to
1: balance all three of them or to help you after you we know. finish the series. Yeah. After we finish the yeah. series. So The Trifecta. Mm hmm. All <laughs> right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.